Welcome back to Mumblecore, our attempt at a movie podcast. And I'm Megan. And I'm Charlotte. I don't know if you or the viewers know this, but if you are any more <laughs> the than viewers. viewers <laughs> if you are any more than like one minute after our like designated time, I am eating a full meal. <laughs> just like half a bag I'm of checks mixed so in. So sorry about that. I don't that. care, but I'm just like like suddenly you're like, oh, can we do like a little bit later? And I'm like in the kitchen already. You're like, what? <laughs> you're like, for sure. Let me just eat everything. Yeah. So I, I will say it. I did have a moment like that when I was like, I had lunch and I was like, mm, I think I need something sweet. I ate two full pieces of cake, like just midday. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. They were just like sitting there left over for Mother's Day. And I was like, mm, just a bite. And then two pieces later, here I was. I felt so ill. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? <laughs> did I have a good Mother's Day? Yeah, um, did your mom? No, it was, it was nice. It was weird. It was the first time that we had all our family in one place at, like, for a year because of oh, COVID. Okay. And now like that the we're... first Mother's Day ever. No, <laughs> we've never celebrated Mother's Day. No, um, this was because we're all vaccinated now. I had, like, both my sets of grandparents and my aunt and uncle and then my sister and, like, everyone was just, like there it was weird it was nice but it was like weird i was like this is a lot of family all at once here we are again and you had cake yes we had cake did you make it no i didn't make this cake because i asked if she wanted a cake for mother's day and she was like no i don't want a full cake that's too much so i did not make one instead we picked up like one of those like family meal things from a restaurant and it came with cake family meal is that not a thing in New York? It's a like, huge thing right now in LA for like because of COVID. You can just pick up. It's essentially like, they call them family meals or like meal deals where you're like, here, you get like a whole chicken and like a pound okay. of mashed potatoes. But it's like nicer food than like yeah. KFC. Yeah, no, we did not get KFC. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wish we had gotten KFC. Um, I haven't had no. KFC like in 15 years. Yeah. It's not my fave. I will do a Popeye's. I don't think I've ever been to a Popeye's. There's one, like, I can see it almost from my <laughs> apartment. <laughs> it's pretty close. Oh, um, but wait, did you have a good Mother's Day? I went home to New Jersey, yes. And so did my sister. Yeah, I went to Jersey for, like, two nights, which is crazy. I mm-hmm. never go for that long. My sister was there, too. That was fun. We watched Notting Hill. Do you nice. like Notting Hill? No. Have I seen it? Have you seen Notting Hill? I had never seen it. Which one is that? Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant in, like, that neighborhood in London. I feel like my sister has forced me to watch that at some point. I'm like, there's no way Megan's going to say she hasn't watched it. <laughs> we all know this. No, but it's one of those things I do not, for, when it comes to rom-coms, I genuinely cannot tell you which rom-com is which. They're all one, because my sister Kelsey would just watch them, like, on loop in a repeat, and to me, they all come back to the notebook i don't know when the notebook ends versus starts they're all the same notebook even really funny like it's so interesting like what is a rom-com because i found notting hill so not funny but like i guess they're trying to be funny but like some movies like have you seen the movie accepted yes i have it's like trying primarily to be funny with like a subplot yeah romance but i consider that a rom-com i I don't know. I don't know what a rom-com is. We've had this debate because then you're like, is a Disney movie a rom-com? And I'm like, no, it's not. Fuck you. But maybe it is. But maybe it but is. But I don't know. But Notting Hill, I have no idea. You classically don't like rom-coms. 
No, I think they're stupid. And I was like, maybe that's because a lot of the love that you have for rom-coms comes with watching them, like, in early high school, you know? When you're like... Yeah. And so maybe you just didn't watch them at the right time, because I literally watched Notting Hill now, and I was like, this is terribly written. Neither of these characters are compelling. This would never happen, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, if I had been, like, a young, loveless tween, I would have been like, this is real, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just all resentment towards my sister of why I hate rom-coms. Oh, perfect. Ideal. <laughs> yeah. Makes like literal sense. No. It doesn't make sense at all. But, like, I feel like I have this memory, whether or not it's true or not, is up for debate. But I always remember Kelsey being like, we have to watch The Notebook or some other stupid Nicholas Sparks bullshit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, whatever those are. Dear and John, I just, something like Yeah, that. and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to choose this movie. Kelsey gets to choose. It's unfair. So I think I just harbor resentment towards them. But then again, I cannot, if you were like, tell me the plot of The Notebook. Tell me the plot of Dear John. Tell me the plot of, like, The Holiday. Isn't that one of the ones, mm-hmm. too? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. They're all the same. What's it called? The Last Song? The Miley, yes. The one where Miley Cyrus is. No yeah. idea. Like, again, they are all, in my mind, one movie. I don't know when they start, when they end, what's in which one. And they all have the same plot, so I feel like I'm justified. Some of them, I have, like, a good handful of rom-coms, and I'm like, these are amazing. I think the only rom-com that I'm like... Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I will I will say, I'm like, I'm four. I think my favorite rom-com... I also love Accepted, whether that's a rom-com or not. I love She's the Man. I love Sydney White. I've never seen... I don't know. Maybe I've seen that. I don't know. That was like weird Amanda Bynes, right? Mm-hmm. I do like Amanda Bynes. And I don't know. Adventureland. I love Adventureland. I've only seen it once, but then I was telling my is friend about it. Adventureland a rom-com? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He tries to get with Kristen Stewart. Um... Oh, yeah, but then I was, like, telling my friend how much I loved it, and she was like, oh, my God, that movie has so much slut-shaming. You have to rewatch." And I was like, <gasps> Essentially, so, any movie made in the 2000s, you rewatch, and you're like, it's gotta go. We're like, oh, no, they hated women. Yeah. Maybe that's why I hate rom-coms, is they're all, like, rom-coms were, like, mid-2000s, like, vibe, and every one of them, you're like, this is an abusive, toxic relationship, and they should not be together. Sometimes they're cute. Which one's... Which one is... And now I'm really trying to think. Is Notting Hill the one where they're in, like, that, like, cute green English countryside? Or is that a different one? They're not in the countryside. They're in, like, a bookshop. I truly have I think no idea. They do have an ending where they're in, like, a green, a green space. Okay. <laughs> they're in a park, if you will. I don't know. I'm Got gonna it. say... For all intents and purposes, no. I've not seen Notting Hill because I have no recollection yeah. of any important detail. So you didn't so. see it. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> Got it. That's how watching things works. If you don't know what is happening in it, you didn't see it. Yeah. But then I always have the worst thing of where I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this movie. And then I start watching it. And I was like, fuck, I have seen this. But I don't quite remember enough of it that I'm like, I still have to stick it out and figure mm-hmm. out what parts I'm missing. I feel like I have to rewatch everything I've ever watched because it's like what counts i fell asleep to this one this one i wasn't ready for mentally mm-hmm. at the time but yeah so <laughs> is there anything else interesting going on in our lives did you get your second shot yet i did how'd you do totally nothing happened nothing happened fine lucky you did you feel like shit because last time we spoke 
you were coming off of it. I was totally fine. And then at like 10 p.m. I had terrible body aches just out of nowhere. (laughs) So I was not feeling great like at night. But then the next day I was doing better. Nice. And then I like used it as an excuse to be like, "Mm, I'm tired. I need to lay in bed. But I think that was just me. (laughs) Like actually that's my personality. My personality was just like, it's a Saturday and I need to dissociate. Yeah, yeah, nothing happened. I got it on Saturday, went home on Sunday, hung out with my dog. Aw, how's Gracie? She's so blind. She runs into everything. Sometimes she gets really turned around and you're like, oh no. Is that, I think you said that you have to like pick her up and like put her back on her bed. It's like a home base. Mm -hmm. She knows where her bed is. Um, literally, what did we do in Jersey? Oh my god, I got new glasses. They look so nerdy. Oh, let me Do you have them? No. Um, what? They're, they're oh, coming, they're like, like coming I, to you. I like, okay. ordered them. Um, Are they wire rimmed glasses? Of course. Of course they are. They look like David Foster Wallace in them. That's the dream. Are they round? Yes. Oh. But not that big. They're like little. <laughs> <laughs> they literally look like a nerd in the 90s. They're like little round wire frames. But those are in. Those are like really in. Yeah. Wait, Costco. how? where did you get? Oh, Costco. Costco has good glasses if you want. Just sort of like a good... Like, this is a generic Wayfarer, this is a generic, like, club master. I don't think I've ever gotten eyeglasses anywhere besides, like, my eye doctor. Mm, my eye doctor doesn't have, like, a glasses department. Oh, that's weird. Uh, maybe that's weird that they do. Mine does have one. I don't know. I went to an, uh, not an eye doctor, but, like, an optrician. Somebody that's, like, they're not a doctor, but they do eyes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't like, know. No one here has a medical degree, <laughs> but, like, we're all okay with it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I went to one of those, and mm-hmm. they had a glasses department, and they were also, like, trendy. Okay, and you're like, and I, I like, need to I look something... like a 90s nerd. <laughs> I need something timeless, I need something unisex, I need something that's gonna make me a little different. In in by looking the same. <laughs> See, I just go, why I like mine is there's two very nice, yet opinionated women who work at the glasses department um, of my, my, my eye doctors. And I like went and I was like, yeah, my eye doctor says I need to start wearing my glasses more. Um, I can't make a decision. I don't know what looks good on my face. And they're like, we got it. And they made me try stuff on. They're like, that looks terrible. Do this one instead. And I was like, I appreciate this because yeah. I, I need this. No, I want no one to say anything. I mean, usually they'll like make you put them on. And if they're like horribly too big or small or something, they'll be like, this is not the frame for you. But yeah. like, I put them on and she was like, okay, that fits. Okay. No, this woman, this woman was like, that shape does not work for your face and makes your face look wide. And I was like, I appreciate you saying that. Oh my god, I was at, I went, I went to get pasta with my sister. Because I dropped her off in Philly. This is a whole, it's like, where was Charlotte? It doesn't matter. Um, we were in Philly getting pasta and like the pen wasn't writing for her to sign the check. And I was like, immediately like, lick it. She was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. There are so many things that you forget sometimes that you do, like in the COVID world. <laughs> Lick the COVID pen. I know. We would like walk around and then she'd, we'd like sit down to dinner. She'd be like, same on hand sanitizer. And I'd be like, I can't even express how unhygienic I am. <laughs> like there how was, poor my yeah. habits are. No, there was um, a moment driving home from work after I'd like been in the office and was like, I was eating food, like just like out of my hands, like, like check mix type thing. And I'm just like licking it off my hand. And I was like, You've not 
you've not washed your hands. There's been no hand sanitizer, even a public space. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, it's too late now. Like, I can't go back. Like, what's ever in is in. Have you seen that TikTok where the woman is like, I used to, like, hard boil eggs at home and then ride the New York subway and crack my eggs open on the subway poles. I'm just going to pull no! a hard-boiled egg out of my pocket, tap it on the subway pole, and eat it. There is nothing that can hurt you in the vaccine. Honestly, yeah, that's my favorite stuff that's going around online when they're like, you, if you've done this, you should not be mm. concerned about what's in the vaccine. And it's just, you're like, no one should. We're all disgusting animals. We're all disgusting. Gross. Oh, God, the grossest shit. Yeah. But I don't, I don't eat eggs on the subway. That's just gross. That's rude. That's rude to everyone around you. I know. Sometimes, yeah, people are rude. Most people honestly just, like, talk. And you're like, shut the fuck up. See? Have you no decency? (laughs) Yeah. The New York subway terrifies me in my mind. Just, like, there's weird stuff that would go down. Yeah. But it is very, like, clear. Ugh. It's like... The map is clear to me. Like, the stops are it, clear. They stop it is, at all the stops It is a good system. It runs regularly, but, like, other places, I'm like, what do you mean I have to pay for a ticket based on where I'm going? Like, I can't do that. Yeah. That's too much for me it's to actually, handle. what zone are we in? I don't know. Yeah. Or you can be, like, your friends that just, like, jump over the little turnstiles. Ooh, yeah. Sometimes people don't pay the fare. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> What else? I'm just, like, still reeling from the fact that you said that someone, like, would crack an egg. Oh, God, we're all gonna die of another pandemic, probably, anyways. Mm, But at least we're vaccinated against this one. I know. We're on our way to full immunity. It feels so nice. Yeah. To walk freely outdoors. I know. According to de Blas Oh, my God, did you see that there was... That's my name for de Blasio. Um, (laughs) I figured, yeah. Cool. I don't know if everyone's on the same page. <laughs> I They did it, uh, an interview of two New York mayoral candidates. And they were like, how much do you think the median house price is in Brooklyn? And they both said like $100,000. And the median house price is $900,000. <laughs> Incredible. We have great people running like, for office. Yeah, like when did they last buy property? Like 1980? Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, we have a. This is turning into a politics podcast, but because we are very well, smart ha- president, I will count it all. We, out, have, we have a recall for Newsom, and there's mm-hmm. a dude running that just brought a live bear to his press conference. I don't know if you saw that. It was all over Twitter because there was a, a bear. Re- there was a reporter just live tweeted like the bear is laying down. The bear has gotten up. The bear does not look pleased. But he was, like, literally behind just, like, the thinnest barbed wire. Like, just two lines of barbed wire. That is it. Why? Just to be like, I have a bear? Because he's a dumb Republican. Um, He's a Trumpy dude. Because, of course. Republican. Got it, got it, got it. Which, like, don't be running on a pro-Trump-like platform. It's over. No. It's embarrassing. Take, yeah. Signs but yeah, he got outshined, uh, outshone, outshined by, by the bear, and he's mad mm. about it. He's like, why is everyone talking about a bear? You brought a fucking bear. You brought a fucking bear, but also, like, you brought nothing to the table. <laughs> Mentally. That's your yeah. issue. And his whole ad campaign is like, he's like, oh, it's Beauty and the Beast. Beauty is Newsome, and I'm the Beast. And you're like, that's not the comparison you should make. Everybody likes Beauty. Yeah. Isn't Newsome an asshole, though? 
Yeah, everyone is. But but the weird thing that's come out of this year is like people being like mayors are or governors and mayors, not mayors. It's just the governors because it's like Governor Cuomo and like Governor Newsom. People were like they're hot because they were like dealing with a pandemic, and I don't understand why people got so obsessed with them. Yeah, now they're both awful. (laughs) Like actually burning hell. Because Newsom had to eat out of French laundry during the pandemic, and it was real (gasps) downhill from there. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cuomo uh, did some bad stuff. I was like, do I know? <laughs> he literally lied about COVID numbers and like threatened people. He did lie people. about COVID deaths. And then, of course, did harass. And he's, yes, yeah, a sexual harasser. So like. Yeah. And I think he definitely got vaccines early for his faved family members. Yeah. But wouldn't you? Okay. Now that this portion of Red Scare has concluded. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get us talking about stuff we don't know about for no particular reason. I don't know, it came up. But we're it works it works with our theme, kind of. Not really. Not at all. Oh, Los Angeles? <laughs> Wait, actually <laughs> Here's a good question. What is our theme? Is it LA movies? It is LA movies. See cats out of the bag, it's LA movies. I picked a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say I was like, okay, I watched mine. I was like, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And I watched yours and I was like, is this even in LA? They, they shot most of it in LA. Some of it they yes. shot in It's supposed Shanghai. to be, I looked it up, a futuristic LA. Exactly, a new future LA. The movie we are cryptically <laughs> speaking about is her, but we won't be talking about it until the second time slot, ladies and gentlemen. Look below for not timestamps. <laughs> Why wouldn't you list all of it? The So we were like talking about it and we were like, you wanted to watch Mulholland Drive. Yeah, because I fucked up last week. Essentially, yeah. this came out of the fact that I was like, well, now I have to watch Mulholland Drive because I fucked up. And then we were like, L.A. movies. Because I love L.A. movies. Have you seen the video essay that is called Los Angeles Plays Itself? I don't Which think so. It's just all about L.A. and movies. It's not really that... <laughs> it's really dry. <laughs> but okay. uh, it's interesting stuff. Um, I like LA in movies and stuff. Also, I don't know if I told you this, but I we're doing New York movies next week. Did I okay. make that clear? No, like that was that was obvious. Like we're okay. doing like it's great. Like we're doing LA movies this week. Week three, Cleveland. <laughs> Send in your favorite city. We'll do it next. Yeah, exactly. It's like have we really just run out of any idea? We will just be doing city movies. We need more listener submitted themes because we are running out of creativity. Any listener has a thought? Just text us. Yeah. <laughs> We know all of you. Oh my god, what if we get a text from somebody random? Just, like, like someone weird from college being yeah. like, oh my god, love your podcast. Like, would love to submit this theme. But yeah, so, like, this week, LA movies, inspired by the fact that I fucked up last week, mm-hmm. I wanted to watch Mulholland Drive, and this, having not seen it, fit the theme very well. Oh, we yeah. had palm trees. We had Mulholland Drives. We had Sunset Boulevard. Cars. We had lots of cars and traffic. The Hollywood Hills. Pink's Hot Dogs. I hit my L.A. marks. I got it. The Hollywood mm-hmm. sign shows up like seven times in it. Also, literally, they're making a movie. They're making a movie. It's very L.A. We'll get into how yours is L.A., which I think we were just like, it's not. <laughs> I'll talk. I, I, pre- I can't prepare to defend it, but it's <laughs> okay. not confident I'll win the case. But anyway, so I pro- I watched this movie approximately, like, I finished it a half hour ago. Like, <laughs> it was a real race to the end. spooky, right? So it's fresh. I don't know. Because if you <laughs> asked me what happened in this movie, this really does also fit in with Megan fucked up and also Megan can't understand this movie. So, 
and it's, LA movies. It's, it's a three. It's understandable. It's not meant to be understood. Essentially, as I understand it, let yeah, me do a little, try do a to quick, quick, a quick, quick to tell because you've seen this twice now. I've seen it, twice. and you can tell me if I understand it whatsoever, and I think I don't. But essentially, it opens up with a car crash, which again, bitches in Mulholland Drive, be careful. Those turns are curvy. Yeah, also don't. Like, drag race, ever. Don't drag race, and then also don't be, like, hanging out of the thing going, woo! No, don't, no. Stupid. Anyways. But, like, so they get into this car accident, and this woman who's about to be, like, killed, inexplicably is totally fine. Like, full-on head-on collision, barely a scratch on her, walks out in heels, no problems. Mm -hmm. And down the street with the tallest palm trees of all time, which is yeah. And she walks down the Hollywood Hills, which like it's like through the bushes. Which Mm -hmm. what? No, that first no, no. No. (laughs) But anyways, so then she like shows up and meets Betty, Mm -hmm. who is maybe Betty, not Betty, but she's like an aspiring actress, and then they fall in love for no reason whatsoever. Um, like every movie. I wrote movie. that too. I was like, why are they fucking? But then I was also like, don't they fuck in every movie? Like every. Okay, fucking is one thing, but being like, I'm in love with you. No. Yeah. You're not. There, in movies when they ever really fuck, they're always like, I love you. Like, you don't. You guys have You've known each other for 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, so like they hook up and they're trying to solve a mystery. There's a witch behind a diner for some reason that yeah, I can't I explain. Look at it. I, I don't know what that is. There's a blue box that I don't understand. And then they try to figure out her identity, but don't. And in the end, they're actually playing different people. Or maybe it's a dream. And then Naomi Watts kills herself. And there's a hitman that can't do his job. I That's all that I got from this movie. Yes, the hitman was And bad. then they go, silencio. Silencio. That part, I love that part. When they do the shot of them pulling up to Silencio and they, like, drive the shot forward. Loved that. Best part of the whole movie. I love them being like, no, I bunda. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Again, um, also, I was watching and I was like, this is some... There was many times, like, this is some L.A. bullshit that is true. Like, some terrible magic show that thinks it's better than it actually is. And mm-hmm. being like, it's all an illusion. And then people being terrible in auditions and agencies and a bunch of white dudes acting like they're great. And actually, before we go to anything else about this movie... Justin Theroux? No. Billy Ray Cyrus is in this movie. Oh, and it incredible. shook me to my very core when Who he showed up on screen. With? Is she the woman from Cheaper by the Dozen? No fucking idea. All I know is that I literally screamed. I was like, Billy Ray Cyrus? What are you doing here? I love I love that he walks in and she's just like, get out of here. And he's just like, dude, pretend you didn't see anything leave. <laughs> I'm like... I don't understand any of... The timeline. The timeline or interactions at all. Like, people interact with each other in weird ways. I love the beginning when the cops or whatever, like, one of them is like the only thing we found in the backseat of the car. And the other one just goes, yeah, you showed me that already. It's like, why are we not, why is this conversation on film then? What? Uh, nothing. At no point do they show us the item they're holding. Yeah, I was like, what Lynch, is it? Lynch wouldn't give it to us. It's a pearl earring because they say it after, but like. But what I don't understand also, I'm like, they're never going to solve this mystery because they have it in a Ziploc fucking bag and they're just like manhandling it. And I'm like, they're guys. They're going to solve this mystery because it involves magic. <laughs> 
valid. It does involve magic, but also, like, nothing, nothing make again, okay, I have to go in chronologically, because I don't understand this movie, okay. and when I don't understand something, I just have to go in order, because otherwise I black out. What the fuck is the opening with just a terrible purple, like, green screen situation with people dancing? No idea. No idea. It no had. Idea. It doesn't add anything to the movie. Maybe it does in a way that I don't understand. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I liked when you rewatch it and you realize that Betty isn't herself. You're like, oh, the flight she just got off of was fucking weird. And the people are like in the car like. Who are those old people? Actors? I don't know. I think everybody in Betty's life when she arrives is like fake. Because then you meet Coco later as uh, Adam Thresher's mom. Okay. So obviously, it's all staged because Betty isn't real. Okay, so interesting, because I read a Wikipedia page two minutes before starting this, and it says that there's two theories. <laughs> the first okay. one is that it's all, the first part is fake, and the last part of the movie is real. That's what I thought. There is also a theory that it is like a parallel universe thing, where there are actually two people, like there's Betty and Diane, and they just happen to look the same, mm. and they both are like, but then why and it's supposed Betty to be a- disappear? I don't know. It's supposed to be like, oh, like it's the Hollywood starlet syndrome that they all look the same and we're all just little plastic copies of each other. I don't know. I that's find. Not, yeah, that's not wrong. I find neither option convincing. The thing that I am interested in is like, it seems to me like Diane. Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts when she's at the ugly, end. At the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like goes to a hitman or some sort of magic man to be like, this is what I want done. Okay, hold but- on. You think he's a magic man? Yes! No. He's in cahoots with the witch lady in the back. He just had oh, to shoot somebody to get the book. Okay, hold on. The guy that she gives the money to is like some sort of sorcerer. Interesting. I did not see that at all. Oh, you thought he was just going to kill? Yes. I thought Why? he was just like, I'm a hitman, and David Lynch really liked the color blue and wanted to put in a blue box for no reason. No, no, no. There was something magic going on there. Literally, when she put the key in, she disappeared. And the blue box was never on the floor, and they were never in the aunt's apartment. I think this... I'm gonna go with an anti-magic stance. I do not think... for sure magic happening. I think that it's just people wanting to be like, Hollywood is magical, and LA is great, but really it's a homeless woman behind the diner and a blue box for no reason <laughs> it's a witch and then the witch comes to their apartment because she knows that it's all fake remember that one scene where the witch comes and she's like there's trouble something's in trouble and it's like the spookiest fucking scene it's because she senses that this how this apartment is like fake wait so but then it's like who is betty like do they turn diane into betty or when betty kills herself then her body rots there but then the man comes back and he's like it's your time now to get up or is Betty just a, f- a person who's around? Who's the cowboy? He's involved with the magic. <laughs> so the answer also, the to scene where they're just around just the table magic. and he like, spits out his espresso and all they can say is, this is the girl. This is no longer your film. I will say, having friends that like work in talent agencies, when that man spit out the espresso, I was like, this would happen. Like, this is the shit of like someone like... This is a world-renowned espresso. I was like, yeah, I like it. Guys, read the LA Times expose on ICM, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Shit's bad. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, but, like, people are, like, spitting out coffees and, like, throwing staplers at people's heads in L.A. So, like, I was like, this this tracks. This makes sense. Yeah. It's just such a bizarre meeting that they have. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Twin Who- I haven't. I it's want to. Piece, obviously. But um Who's the weird dude who's sitting? Who's the weird dude who just can answer the phone only? Like with a I, microphone. Yeah, I don't know. He's Is he supposed to be symbolic of, of the producer? He's part of the sorcerer mob. Okay, so oh oh, interesting. So you think the mob is Not the mob. a mob of witches? I think there's just like a collection of like underbelly sort of people involved with magic and dark things of some nature. And so she gives money to this dude, and so he's like... But then it's like Camila Rhodes ends up... I guess she wants to switch places with Camila Rhodes? Is that what she I wants? I thought she because wants to... Because then the to... picture shows up as a blonde lady being Camila Rhodes. Or does she want... Yeah, I was also confused Camilla. there. I I think she wants to both be her and have her. That's the thing. It's because you're like, well, you seem like you love her, so why would you want to kill her? You just want her to not know who she is so that you can have her to yourself. Yeah. Very confusing. I just have notes that says, what the fuck are these little animated old people running around that at the end? That was the most bizarre part. Absolutely. And then there's like two different blue keys. And then I love the part where you're like, you watch her neighbor come and take the ashtray. So that every time you see the coffee table, like without the ashtray, it's like after that. And every time you see it bef- with the ashtray, it's before that. Yeah. I like that. I feel like I need to watch this again. Because I did really not help. get it. Oh, okay, it doesn't help. I felt a little bit more like... Okay, maybe, yeah, like, Diane is doing something to sort of get Camila to herself. Where did the money come from? Why did Camila end up with the money? Or Rita, or whoever the amnesiac is? I, for, at the beginning, when they start, like, kind of revealing it, I thought they were going to go for the twist of they're the same person. Mm-hmm. That, because like, Rita... The too. Yeah, I thought I was like, oh, they're one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just... The idea that, like, Hollywood eats you up and spits you out no matter what, and everyone's the same. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I I don't get this movie. Is there what could I'm be. Getting. I think, you know, it is weird that it's, like, set in Hollywood and we have this whole weird thing with, like, Adam having to pick the right girl. And then at the end, you're like, oh, he's marrying Camila Rhodes? Is that before or after... After he, in my mind, watching this one, because it's after his wife already cheats on him. Yes, after his wife fucks Billy Ray Cyrus, he's like, "I'm gonna go after this other actress." <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like, oh, so it's okay. That's what I. Thought. Is that why she kills herself because she's failed? Because she tried to like get her to herself, and she ended up losing him to her to Adam. Because Adam I was supposed to pick so, but Camille I... Rhodes for the part. What? Why would that be something that Diane pays for? Or did she only not get it because Rita didn't die in the car? She escaped. I think maybe that's it. Like, is that an important part of it, or was she supposed to escape? I don't know. The answer to all these questions are, I do not understand. Because here's another part that I don't get. Why is the hitman killing that dude in that office? No idea. He wants a book. But what's in the book? Ed's, we never come back Ed's to the book, black do book we? Or something. Who's Ed? I don't know. Is he the cowboy? I don't I know like, who he is, but I like, thought that scene was comical of him just accidentally having to kill so many extra yeah, people. I was like, was this funny. is very Tarantino vibes, actually. The 
the whole like corral that he goes to to meet the cowboy is so spooky with a light going on and off and the guy's just like if it goes well you will see me again once if it doesn't you will see me again twice it's like what this movie is very creepy. And I think for me, a lot of it was the sound design where they mm-hmm. have like very silent parts and then that kind of like anxiety producing music for the rest of it, just there like going like, back and forth. When um, Betty finds Rita's clothes in the bedroom, like before she knows that anybody's there, there's like just a little bit of like a rustling air. And you're like, yeah, what a good choice. It's just very yeah. subtle. Now, I will say, I had very different thoughts in this movie in the beginning half, where I was like, this is fucking comical that they're just like, a Canadian woman would be totally fine finding a stranger in her apartment yeah. being like, I'll help you out. And then leaving her audition to be like, I promised my friend I would hang out with her. It's like, what? And then, of course, they find this apartment with a dead woman in it, and they're like, hmm. Also, what did you think at the end when she's in her apartment and the neighbor comes to collect her things? And the neighbor's like, oh, those two... Uh, investigators were looking for you again. I'm like, was it the two women that came to her apartment while she was dead? Or was oh. it actually the police officers? I don't know. But why would the police officers be looking for her? None of it makes sense. True. Or were they looking for her because she'd put out a hit? Oh, I don't know. Why would they be looking for Diane? Because they should be looking for Camila because she was the one they tried to kill. Unless she was originally Diane. And then Diane wanted to become her. This is why I don't love movies like this. Like, they're not bad. And I'm like, oh, I could appreciate it. But I'm like, this doesn't make sense. No, and you're purposely not giving us enough information. Yeah, like, you're clearly, like, not telling us everything just to be like, fuck you. Leave it up to interpretation. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I don't honestly think that he knows entirely what he wants. I don't no. think he has a clear, like, she was her and then she became her. I think he's more just like, what is I it? never, I never trust it when, like, I, when people are like, oh, like, I just let the art speak for itself and people to take it. I'm like, you don't know what happened. Shit went down. You lost some, you lost some reels and now you're in the editing room and you're like, let's make it a dream sequence, guys. You lost some reels. <laughs> it's funny. I, I never know how much. Of stuff is like a choice they had to make versus like oh this is art i feel like it depends but there's i it's probably more than solid, we as watchers expect there is a solid 40 percent in almost all movies that are just like gotta make it work oh my gosh it's not high art guys i want to make a stop motion film um that's unrelated <laughs> i think i'm gonna buy some model magic tomorrow anyway what is going on i'm having a crisis Only my mom's gonna watch this and be like, are you okay? Um, (laughs) You just, this movie is just like, you're like, I gotta explore some creativity. You figure it out. If Lynch can do it, so can I, baby. I saw a TikTok of a good stop motion. I was like, this looks easy. You get a tripod, you set up your iPhone, you get a little bit of clay. Bada bing, bada boom. Anyway. (laughs) I have a friend who says bada bing, bada boom. I'm so sorry that I am who I am. Um, Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with it being unclear what's going on. But it's also like, yeah, you're not left being like, wow, that was such a movie experience. You're sort of like, what? And to me, this seemed like some dudes wanted to make a movie where they had girls make out and have sex with each other. Some dudes wanted some boobs. Is how most movies are made. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. 
<laughs> Honestly, if you want to sum up Hollywood in one sentence, dudes want some boobs. Want some um, boobs. Because clearly, there was just a lot of like, you're like, this is my main problem with this movie. When they are both topless in jean shorts. No. Yeah. Like at that point, what take the jean yeah, shorts off? Go in underwear. Yeah. No one has ever. No woman has come back and was like, "Oh, take the bra off." But being like, you know what? I'm going to leave on my tight jean shorts that inevitably ride up whenever I sit down. Shorts are horrible. They're terrible. Again, anytime that you come back from like a public place, the, the first thing that you have to take off you're like jean shorts or jeans, anything restrictive. Just anything take them off after immediately. I'm like leaning more into like skirt to dress culture, which is very unlike me but they're really just the comfiest option they're way comfier they're so much and also you can sit down and you're like my thighs don't like splooge okay, out of you my shorts your whole ass cheeks like on a subway seat when you're wearing a that skirt. is rough yeah. <laughs> like got it well, this is where we when are. you're like my this is this is ass to sub subway contact just to... <laughs> <laughs> this is how veronica said we should do it we just we just have the banter in with the movies we let it percolate in we don't we don't have a separate time for it Oh <laughs> god, that requires us to be really on it. Which who knows? Maybe we'll get that. We're on episode what is this? Fucking 15? 15. 14? 15. I think it's 15. Wow, how many episodes will it take for us to get our shit together? Who we knows? Stop doing this. <laughs> that, that will happen first. I know. Yeah, exactly. Oh god. Anyway. But it, yeah, this movie I was like, I it's fine. I don't get it. I don't I I just don't think I'm a lynch person. Yeah, I like it, ultimately, more than I didn't like it. Um, it was worse on the rewatch. I think there was, like, less of a shock factor, and I was like, sometimes it just takes them a long time to say these lines. Yeah. But hey, at least I finally checked it off my list. Yeah, so. I mean, it's definitely Yay. part of the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Very L.A., as discussed. But let's talk about Something your movie that is not L.A. <laughs> um, Spike Jones's 2013 movie, Her. 2013? I think it is. Um, it is 2013. About Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> about a man who got divorced and has this job writing fake letters to people and is sad. And then they develop an OS operating system that like gives everybody a little like AI person to talk to. And he falls in love with his. And it's his... Which really tracks for a sad white dude yeah. falling in love with Falling in love with something that literally Siri. will never have a problem. That's my whole thing. It's like you cannot in any facet call this a relationship. Because I have just so many thoughts so on this many movie. Thoughts. This is my first time seeing this, too. I was like, this is my second time seeing this. And the first yeah. time I think I was sort of like, eh, it's fine. It has this really beautiful tone. Mm-hmm. Pretty to look at. Although the whole... I don't know. I had just watched High Fidelity, which is like I haven't seen. It's bad. That. Don't watch it. But um, oh. <laughs> it's like debatably a rom com where he okay. like goes through all of his exes, and it's in Chicago. So like so much of his like sadness, and, like relationship angst, he's like wearing a leather jacket in the rain, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, he can't do that in this sort of like picture perfect L.A. Like the whole movie, yeah. who knows how long it takes because he's wearing the same outfit the whole time. Oh my god, the same thing. And I think that's the point. There's like a lot of this that's like supposed to be like, oh, like everything is like futuristic and clean and like this is what LA could be, mm-hmm. I guess, if we want to try to I would shoehorn say, it into the LA theme. The thing that's most LA about it is the quote like the atomization of the characters and that they're all it's so weird to look at a shot where they're all talking, but they're all talking to themselves, to their earpieces. 
I did think those were very interesting moments yes. when they like they and they start to get progressively train, more weird. apparent. Yes, yeah, because nobody writes trains in LA. And you're like, they're no, all on this train that, together. All that was the whole thing where I was like, this cannot be in LA because it has public transport yeah. that isn't on fire. Like, he dreamed of a better future. Um, Spike Jones. Yeah. Also, a big problem about this movie is that they keep like he and Samantha, the voice, keep being like, oh my god, you're so funny. No, you're so funny. I'm like nobody has said a single funny thing. They're both not interesting. They're not interesting. Spike Jones is not a funny writer. There also was, like, a lot more phone sex in this movie than I was prepared for. <laughs> so much phone sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, it just starts I can't off... I you weren't prepared for it. Well, like, I, like, I knew what it was coming, but I did, was not expecting phone sex about, asking like, a woman asking to choke her with a dead cat. Like, oh, I was yeah. not mentally prepared for that one. Mm-hmm. Just really early and on. He was immediately like, I guess I have to go with this. Again, wild. Dude, it's wild. anonymous. Hang he, up. He does not hang up. Mm-hmm. Like, there is literally no reason. He's just like, I will. Yes, I am choking I mean, that's with a the moment cat. And I was like. Is that he won't hang like, up on what? a dead cat call. Yeah. So upsetting. That scene really bothered me. Because I was like, that was that was not going where I thought it was going. Yeah. I liked, okay. Parts of this I liked. I did have a moment. One of my notes was literally like, not Rooney Mara. <laughs> His wife. His ex-wife is Rooney Mara. And I just think, yeah. do you ever feel like when Rooney Mara is in a movie, you're like, oh, this is the kind of movie that has Rooney Mara in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the kind of movie, there are times when they do that stupid flashback sequence of just, like, a woman, like, looking, like, She's young and beautiful. She's probably in a billowy white fabric. Yes. <laughs> just all, so much fabric always. It's very fucking, what is that movie we watched? Tree of Life. Tree of Life, just like, yes. ooh, look at me, and everything was Ethereal. great and magical. And then she's always like, come back in bed and cuddle. And you're like, no. Yeah. Move on there's with your somebody, day. This is There's not an indoor-outdoor sort of living situation. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, no one lives like this. No one. No one is ever this in love. Even his, this is bullshit. I know. Even his apartment, like, post-divorce. I'm like, what? This is massive. You write letters? Yeah, right. I still was like, I'm like, oh, we're writing letters for other people, which is wild. Like, I guess yeah. it, it was very commentary about, like, how technology is both bringing us together and pulling us farther apart. And I was like, okay. And, like, he has a skill for it. And he is, like, helping people express their emotions better and, like, making people feel happy on their birthday or their graduation or whatever. But I think it's fucked. But yeah. there's also some bonkers moments in this fucking movie. And mainly, it's all related to the video game. That little the, <laughs> like blob. Oh it's like fuck I you, love you fuckhead. Video game where he's just like. Dee, 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 dee. What is he doing with his hands? It's a running that, like motion. the little the little hamster hands little really bother me. I was like, this is a weird. It, it felt very weirdly it sexual, very weirdly and it made me erotic. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Very uncomfortable. I did like it though that it was like, yeah, he's in the future. He's playing a futuristic game, but it's still just like a little character that's like fuck you. <laughs> Come here, you dumb pussy. Like, what is going on? I like that he talks about it on the date. I like the date that he goes on with the real woman. Um, with Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. And he's like, I'm not quite feeling also, it. like, excuse me? Am I an asshole? But I looked at the way that they had makeup and dressed Olivia Wilde. I was like, she looks like she's in 2004. And this is in the future. <laughs> she looked like she was yes. in, like, a Pussycat Dolls music video. Like, yeah, it was it was weird, and they were they did not do her any favors with her eyebrows. And like Olivia Wilde is gorgeous, but I was like, this is yeah. It felt very early two thousand. So dated, and I was like, what? Um, yeah, their date was cool. Like I liked they had like a little bit of banter, and then he talked about his video game. But it was so crazy when like 
at the end she was like, you're not gonna fuck me and then leave me, right? And I was like, girl, get a grip. Don't say that out loud. The, the, again, my problem with just every movie always is I'm like, this man is not hot enough oh, for the women around him. But I was like, girl, don't reveal those insecurities right now. Also, who would write a date where she's literally just like, I'm just too old to be like in a place where I'm not in love with you on the first date. It's like, what? You had a good time. Like, why are you putting so much pressure on him? It's crazy. But also, like, Joaquin Phoenix, jump at the chance in Olivia Wilde, please. I don't know. He's Especially he's... with that mustache. This is the, my main thing of this movie that I will mustache. say. This movie really reinforced the idea that I hate mustaches. I like a little mustache. I, mm, no, no. Literally, almost 90% of my notes um, on this movie is going, this mustache freaks me out. Everything that he does, a man with a mustache instantly becomes creepier. The little hand movements of the video game, worse. When Chris Pratt shows up with a mustache, terrible. Mustaches should be illegal. I hate them so much. <laughs> we're not really, we're not really gonna outlaw them. Sometimes they happen by accident, Megan. D- d- shave them. They're terrible. There is not a man that you can tell me that looks good with a mustache. It's not possible. Oh, maybe little Daniel Day Lewis. I no 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 no. Like I would write you either have like a beard. Like you can have like a must. I don't know how beards work. A mustache a part into a beard, yeah. but just a mustache. Terrifies Do you prefer me. beard or no beard, if you were given the choice? Depends on the person, okay, true, but true. I'm going to say no beard. But you lean no beard, okay. Yeah, it out for you. but there's some people that look better. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But mustaches are an absolute 100% no. They okay. terrify me to my very core. I like a mustache, for sure. Not not more than anything else, but um, the weirdest part of this movie for me, he how does he own the rights to his own letters? she's like i don't know i said in your letters to get published i was like i thought it was sort of like anonymous that you wrote them dude yeah like i'm like wouldn't it be just so debilitating as a human if you were that kid that he wrote the letters for you get the my parents have never wrote like they've never done anything never written and part of me was like they hate me i don't understand maybe i don't understand the letter writing service and maybe people in the future are fine with the fact that the letters are written by somebody else and it's like common knowledge that this service exists but i was like no, they shouldn't be, because <laughs> you should write your own letters. Uh, but like, if you work for a company, you don't own the material you write at that company. How? Yeah, I don't know. How is I don't know how the mechanics of it work. Sending off your best work. I was like, that's a little too nicely tied up in a bow. Yeah, and also here's my other question: Are all the female OS voices ScarJo? Are they no. all her? No, because they have. Oh, I guess you don't hear the other one. You hear. You don't hear the other. You one. hear Amy Adams talking to hers. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're different. That was the whole thing. The thing that's also very interesting is the, the different reactions to people when he's like, I'm dating an OS. And sometimes yeah, I would like, be the Rooney Mara being like, this is embarrassing. Oh, and then there's other people like Chris Pratt and his girlfriend. They're like, oh, let's go on a double date. And you're like, no. Like, what? She's fake. Like, she's straight up fake. Yeah. And it's like, I think this, for me, distills down like, what is the point of love? It's not to feel joy. It's not to be ha- made happy all the time. It's to like connect completely with another person and to feel like you're lightening their burden and like you need them and they need you. And you can't do that yeah. with an OS. And they're a real person. They're not a computer. Yeah. I don't know. If you have to have that much phone sex, like just call, call it. Call it a day, I don't know. Guys. I mean, there's, there's relationships where I'm sure they don't, people don't fuck. That's cool. 
As long as it's not with any cat situations. <laughs> do you just, do you guys? It's just but not that. If you think about cuz you're like oh, she doesn't have all of these things. And then you're like, okay, well, what things do you need for a Makes a person a person, you yeah. Know? It was interesting because you're like, when does AI become more like a person? Is it, are our physical forms what make us who we are? Or is it what's going on in our heads? And when he's like, how are you sighing right now? Like, where is that noise coming from? Like, you don't need to breathe. So why are you sighing? Oh, that was the other thing. I'm like, of course a man is complaining how a woman is breathing. No, I was like, that was so weird to me too, because I was like, where did that sound come from? Because all of the sounds in theory have to be like pre-recorded. Is she like yeah. stringing sounds together herself to create a voice? Or I think she's learning from other people. True. I don't get that concept. Because like when you listen to Siri, you're like, this is pre-recorded. Yeah. But I, it's supposed to be like, I don't know. I don't right? know how AI works. That's not my exactly. job. So parts of this I was like, also, the fact that it's this relationship is ultimately not consensual because, like, she works for you, <laughs> and also, yeah, it's weird that he's like, her. "Oh, like, le- we had sex, but can you check my emails, please?" Yes. Which I guess is that a real relationship? Maybe I don't know. I mean, it, I, at, there are points where like she calls him and he calls her, but mostly it's just sort of like her doing nothing until he like taps her on. And then he, she's like, good morning, yeah. what's up? But there are times when she can do things out of her own free will. Like, for example, this AI, with her free will, chooses to send a drawing of someone yes. fucking someone's armpit. Yes. Which, like, wow, what a what a journey for AI, that that's where, where we're going. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the scene where she gets the surrogate body is so weird. Ooh, that was, that was a like, scene. And, like, obviously he's gonna be weird about it. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's something you try. Again, I did. I thought it was comical when the girl is just sobbing just in the bathroom. Just, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, girl, this is not your fault, obviously. Yeah. When she closes the door. Like, I was just like, oh. I was like, what are you hiding? Like, you're going to have to come back out. <laughs> like, it's just. Uh... Yeah. And then what's the worst part of it is she doesn't take the little camera off till she's, she's in the cab. cab. Like, just call it way because earlier. Samantha really wanted to be able to to see exactly what it's like to be <laughs> kicked into a cab by your boyfriend. <laughs> really sexual scene there. Oh, yeah. God. I, it is, it's interesting because, yeah, he tells, like, Amy Adams and the people at his work, and they're like, oh my god, that's so cool. Like, I know people who are dating AIs. Like, I'm supportive, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, finally, like, meets a in my opinion, sane person. Rudy Mara's like, you're dating somebody who can never talk back to you, basically. Like, you're literally, yeah. you want a relationship without the work because you're lazy. But then it is it is weird that A.B. Adams later is like, yeah, but Rudy Mara was kind of a bitch, so, like, this is probably better for you. And I was like, I don't know. It's not It's not that it's better or worse. It's just that it's not, you're just, you have to just, yeah, ultimately come to terms with the fact that you're doing it completely for yourself and it is not benefiting the other person at all because they're not real and they don't feel happy although she claims she feels yeah but that's what i took away from this movie was i was just like this is a sad dude that's like doesn't know how to connect with people Mm -hmm. and eventually i feel like that's the where it leaves you with that kind of like hopeful ending is that now that all the os's are leaving going places who'd fucking know literally the owner of them was like oh, we have too many people fucking them. Like, we have too many people... Yeah, like, they, just someone got a report being like, there's so much phone sex happening in this world. We cannot continue. <laughs> yeah. It must stop. Um, but 
like I feel like at the end I got the vibes where I was like, oh, he's gonna learn how to reconnect with people and have actual human relationships, and he and Amy Adams are gonna get together. No, that's what I, I never got. thought that was gonna happen. But I, even while he was still dating Samantha, there was like this one little moment where he like actually speaks to a woman at the grocery store, and you were like, <gasps> like he's actually interacting with people like outside of his two friends. Yeah. The other part, there's moments in this where I was like, this man could never. And one of those was when he's like closing his eyes and like going around and like, you know, she's like, oh, close your eyes, turn mm-hmm. around, like sneeze. And I was like, no one would have the confidence. No, no one would, you be, would like, be terrified. Yeah, I would be led completely astray by somebody who can't actually like touch me and like pull me away. If yeah. I need something. yeah. I- also wild in 2013 that they were like, the future will be smaller phones, just like the tiniest I thought they little were so cute, And if you looked, they were like personalized more. They were iPod Nanos. Yeah. That's what they were. <laughs> they were two iPod Nanos put together. They were like an elegant vibe. I like that he put a little safety pin in his shirt. That was really cute. So she could see up over the up over his sleeve. Yeah, it felt like having a mouse pet. <laughs> like, let me take my little mouse around and introduce it to all my friends. It can't talk back to you, but, yeah. Yeah. I will say, this movie is not an L.A. movie. By any stretch of the imagination, Rude. with the exception of, of one scene where Amy Adams shows her documentary and it's just his her mom sleeping and she's like, turns up, she's like, you guys just don't get it. And I was like, I have been in that situation with friends where they show you something and they're like, look at my current project. And you're like, the fuck the is happening? Is like, I have some constructive criticism next day. She's like, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it's like, this is the most L.A. thing I've ever seen in my life, where you're like, let me show you my shitty, like, self-titled project that I'm working on that yeah. I've done for seven years, oh and it's God. actually terrible. Also, the fact that she makes a video game about being a bad mom is so funny. Inc- incredible. Yeah. And she's like, well, you got extra mom points because you brought the right cupcakes and everybody was jealous. <laughs> Dark. There are there are some like good moments. You're like, oh, I, I see the commentary. Yeah, I it's, enjoyed watching this good. movie a lot. I think I gave it four, I four did, and a half stars. It, I like, did really like this movie. Really struck a chord with me. It was enjoyable to follow throughout. I was not like, oh my god, will they stay together? Won't they? But I was like, yeah. Is it important sometimes in your life to have things that are just sort of giving you joy? Maybe that was the whole thing. Was that it wasn't like, oh, he's gonna fall in love with her and marry her. But it's like, I loved. The part in the beginning where he's talking to Samantha and he's like, I feel like I felt everything already. I feel like there's nothing left new for me to feel. And then at the end, he's like, well, I loved you like I've never loved anybody else. And I'm like, so you did feel something new. Good for you. Yeah. We learned that you can. But my thing is, is it really just them learning to love themselves because the OSs are really just themselves because they're learning from the person they're interacting with? That's the thing. I'm like, Everybody's OS is literally tailoring themselves to them at every moment. Yeah. Which is crazy to literally so be like, maybe... my best friend is myself in that way. But maybe that's like the whole point. It's like you got to learn to love yourself before you can love someone else, you know? Maybe. Maybe that's really what's I think at it's the heart of it. dangerous to literally just surround yourself with animated voices that tell you exactly what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like probably Because someone should have said, please, for the love of God, shave up that mustache. Yeah, there's no way ScarJo was in the little box being like, you're so hot. It's ScarJo. She's, I don't love her. Like, I don't even care about her as an actress. Like, if you were to, like, point blank be like, 
once again, why am I? T- I was gonna be like, it's Garjo hot. I'd be like, meh. <laughs> charlotte's hot take is that everyone in hollywood is not hot yeah except for aaron taylor johnson oh i forgot about aaron taylor johnson my friend asked me today like what my celebrity crush was and i was like "Mm, okay i don't know if i have an answer to be honest do not i don't know current one like something that's really like a current like i don't think of current i can't think of a current one are you an adam driver or a t t child i'm both (laughs) (laughs) Wait, a who? A T-Troll? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, no. I'm, no. I him. I'm, I'm, I am, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. He's for some people, he's not for me. He's for anybody who didn't go to NYU but dreamed of it. (laughs) And I also love Paul Rudd and Adrian Brody. Paul Rudd, yes. Yes, for sure. I'm trying to think, though, of, like, other hot celebrities <laughs> I mean like Zach, I'm really Zach pondering F. we all have well, like, we uh, obviously like I'm tr- but I'm trying to think of like new Do ones you like the on the Sprouses? scene you know mm. Do you like Jacob Elordi from uh no youf youf um I don't think so he's like very good looking but I'm like not like are you wow. like an Oscar Isaac kind of person depends on the role <laughs> because sometimes he's very odd and there's other times where you're like this is weird you're like a michael b jordan or you're more british or you're like a weirdo like benedict cumberbatch <laughs> no benedict cumberbatch it's the the eyebrows are there's a whole love there a, a whole snl <laughs> <laughs> i do love a good eyebrow See, you know what? People should have good eyebrows, no mustaches. That's my type, actually. Put, put your mustaches on your eyebrows, ladies and gentlemen. Grow them up here. <laughs> yes. The only place for that type of hair is your eyebrows, men. <laughs>